actually really like doing that um, intro because it showcases my voice. But welcome back to the ninth episode of Daddy's Little Boy. It's crazy to think that in two chapters time, it will be over. So um, this one's quite a long one. So we're just going to cut right to the chase. I've got basically all the people from last week back. So I've got Dom, Dan and Presh. Hi, guys. Hey. Um, how did you think of last week's chapter? Did you think it was good? I haven't slept since, honestly. Really? Just thinking about it. It's kept me up. Bloody hell. Um, I can't wait to find out how the hell Odell got out of death's door. I know. And that doesn't even make any sense. It's like one flew over cuckoo's nest, isn't it? <laughs> Literally, like, I am on the edge of my seat with this story. Like, the twists and turns is too much. Well, you're not literally on the edge of your seat. Yeah, that's what I I mean, I have a big bum, so... <laughs> I said, yeah. you, I'll just say you're on the seat. Let's just say that. No, but I am. <laughs> no, I know that, but Should we read the saying. story? Remember before yeah. we pressed record when we said... Yeah. <laughs> no more arguments. <laughs> okay. So, it, chapter nine of Daddy's Little Boy. It's called Daddy's Choice. So, chapter nine, Daddy's Choice. Christ, it was actually him. It was Odell. Yo, babes, what's going on? I'm out of the hospital. So strange that I happened to see you here. I thought it was rapping then. <laughs> hey, Stan, it's me. <laughs> How does that song go? By Eminem. My tears are gonna wipe. No, no, no. It's Dido, isn't it? Yeah, but that's, um, that song's in there as well. Oh. Yeah. My dogs are dead, I'm wondering why. <laughs> Cause I found I so many men. I thought you were singing White Flag. What are you doing? I still have a restraining order on you. Leave me alone or I'll call the police. You'll be breaking a federal crime. Ah, oh, CJ, don't be like that. You're acting all hypocritical. You came and visited me. Plus, you saw my mum. If you call the police, you'll be breaking the parole anyways. He was right. Why did I not think of this before? I went into his room. I was acting like I was doing the right thing. I need to go. I'm meeting my mum, so please let me go, Adele. He grabbed my arm and firmly tightened it, which was making my arm really sore. So you're not going to ask your ex-boyfriend how he is? I was in a coma for six weeks and nearly died. How could you be such a stone-cold bitch? I swear to God, let me go, Adele. I will scream murder. You are nothing but a crazy sociopathic scumbag. You think because you nearly died, you're some holy man. You're just as pathetic as you were three years ago. Amen. And you know what? I'm not fucking scared of you anymore. You tell him, boy. You're as lost just like your dad. He raised his hand. No, let let me finish. Whoever put you in that position, send me their address. I'll gladly give them a Christmas card. You bitch. (laughs) He murmured, I don't give a fuck about you. I could see that he was going to hit me, but people were staring at us with one man asking if everything was okay. 
let me go and there won't be a scene. He let go, pulled up his zipped black hood and paced through South Bank. I let out a sigh of relief and shed a tear. This was the first time I ever stuck up for myself. I knew that I, I had it in me to not live in fear and would never be anyone's puppet. I briskly walked to Waterloo Station and caught the train to High Lisington where I was going to meet my mum and Kyle. We were going to a bottomless Prosecco dinner that was available for 120 minutes. Oh Christ, I've had so many bloody nightmares about those things. I was excited <laughs> that I nearly shat myself. What? What did you say? Yeah, I was excited but I nearly shat myself seeing Odell. When I got to Hybrid Islington, I was shaken by the fact Odell was already released and Trina didn't bother contacting me, that he was going, he was not going to die. I felt sick and lightheaded. I felt like I was really reliving a nightmare that wouldn't let go. I snacked on some snatch whilst I was waiting for my... What? What? Snatch? Oh, what? what? Snacked uh, on some snatch? Uh, was it... Doesn't that mean... I mean, I'm no expert, but that's... Vagina. Ooh. Oh no, sorry. I snacked on some snacks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I don't remember that on the grades box uh, menu. Um, I snacked on some snacks and. Just say you snacked, okay? Okay, fine. <laughs> Feedback. I snacked on snatch. some snacks whilst I was waiting for my mum and Kyle. 15 minutes went by and they picked up me up in Kyle's Rain Rover. Rain Rover. <laughs> Range Rover. Range Rover. I hugged and hugged her and I hugged Kyle. They both looked like a power couple. <laughs> we got to the place and I was literally down in Prosecco, knowing that in this state I could tell her that I was going to be moving, going to move as I had a sugar daddy. Look, mum. You and Carl live in that huge mansion, and I live in that cramped flat with the dogs. You've never spent money on me, but you've helped put Kayla, which is my sister, put a deposit for a house with her boyfriend. I grabbed the waitress and asked her to get me three more glasses of Prosecco. This was going to be my eighth one. You left when you were 19 and you left on your own accord. So that's no one else's choice. So stop being a fucking drama queen, CJ. <laughs> when you were running your mouth, I was running to the bank, cashing my checks that were worth both your salaries, pointing at Kyle as well. So take your stank attitude and can it. We all ordered the scallops and a beef wellington for main course. I was fuming and wanted to get dicked down by Greg. It was long overdue and I know I'm a porn star when I'm getting drunk fucked. <laughs> we sat in silence where mum got up and powdered her nose. She looked completely pissed off and looked like she was going to cry. Kyle nudged me and said, Look, I'm not on anyone's side, but be easy on her. She's done the best she's can since your dad left. If it weren't for that, you'd be on the streets and she'd be channeling her Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman. <laughs> he always spoke sense and always the truth. She did a lot for me. Being a single parent must have been very difficult in the 90s. That is very true. Why yeah. the 90s specifically? Well, because isn't that where the recession the social was? change. Yeah. Not the recession in the 90s. Was there one in the There 90s? was. Um, one every decade, right? Yeah, there has been one. Yeah, decade. after the fallout from Thatcher, wasn't it? And then yeah, that yeah. Bo- What's that boring one? John Major or something? Yeah. I don't remember. I was about one. No, yeah, I don't remember. But the mid-90s Spice Girls came around with girl powers. It must have been easy to be single mum then. Yeah, that's true. And TLC. And Steps. 
What about your friends? She came back and it looked like she cried buckets. I apologised and I told her it was in the moment and I was really drunk. My birthday is coming up, as you know, and I want to invite you two to my gathering, which will be at my new flat somewhere in West London. West London? They both chimed in. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, my sugar daddy is renting a flat in West London. It's going to be two bedrooms with room for the dogs too. What's his name? I don't know if I approve of this, to be honest. His name is Mr. Cooper. He's a tycoon in the oil and cooking oils industry and worth over £95 million. Clearly more than you. I didn't force him and he did it out of his pocket. I'm going to invite him, Leona, Greg and my other friends. Okay, well, I guess it shouldn't be too bad then. At least I'll get to put a name to the face. I texted... Face to the name? Oh, is it? Uh, Oh, yeah. Put a face to the name. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, typo. Press stick up for me. Say that. Yeah, typo. I texted Sir Jordan Vanderwall. If he wanted to meet tomorrow for a cup of tea somewhere in Marlebone, as I felt it was necessary to check up on him. Plus, he was a real gentleman that night when he took me to the Shard. Aww. Took you up the Shard? Huh? He took you up the Shard. No, he didn't have sex with Was he the one that got raped? Yeah, and he gave him diamonds. Don't be making up the Shard jokes, Danny. He's been raped. I forgot which one he was. I apologise. And he was the one that um, gave him diamond life by a Sade. Oh, on vinyl. Such a generous man. Mm. He probably got it from a charity shop, to be honest. But you know, he's trying. That's the Sade is a good artist. I like her. He's a good egg. I've got a Sade vinyl. Don't look at me. I'm just saying. I found it in a charity shop. I can find it in HMV. Kyle and mum, my mum dropped me home in Hornsey and I realised I needed to clean the flat. It was six and I called Greg to come over. I cleaned the flat, showered, changed the bed sheet into fresh white linen, lit some candles and sprayed the house with incense of patchouli and orange, which made it my flat smell like Marrakesh. The lighting was softly dim, which created an intimate sexual ambience. I then boiled some Darjeeling tea... I also bought a book from the Tate Modern that was about tattoo designing as Greg was painted in ink all over his arms and back. It made him look like that guy who voiced that bloke from Moana. Wow, the comparison. Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson, yeah. The Rock. Yeah. But is he, is he covered in tattoos or was you on about that the characters covered in tattoos? So they're both covered in tattoos. You're talking about the voice, right? No. His Let's tattoos. just say he was covered in a lot of tattoos. Yeah. Okay. I put my loose shorts on Baggy check shirt that flowed freely, just like my male fluids for Greg. I knew that today my love tank was going to be filled again, which got me excited. Knowing me and Greg were going to have sex and it wasn't going to be a come and dump situation. It was going to be something out of that film, Boogie Nights. Well, that's about porn archers, so not really. (laughs) Um, It was 8pm and a knock at the door. It was Greg. He came in and he looked like he just came from the gym. I was greeted with a kiss on the cheek by him. He was dressed in a grey Nike tracksuit that defined his package and sculpted torso. It's not really date dress though, is it? It's well, not really made an effort. Well, we came from the gym. And got beh- showers. And behind him was someone that I'd never thought I'd see before. Ooh. It was Odell. Again? Oh, no, I'm taking. You I'm taking. cannot keep doing this. Yeah, I'm tired My heart is going 10 to the dozen. <laughs> I'm so tired Odell of Odell is man. some tacky bitch. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm so tired of him. Me too. So is there anyone behind him? 
No, it's someone behind him. Christ. I was like, not again. No, there is. There is someone behind him. Do you know, when you him. add the these bits... The dog. <laughs> when you add these bits in, it's like, it's better than your actual writing. Oh. I think uh, series two of That Is Little Boy, should you just be ad-libbing the whole, the whole We're story? We're just making it up as yeah. we go. Make it live. Like, just chat. Yeah. Live. That's what live sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> What loud? And you could do a musical <laughs> episode like Buffy did. Yeah, you could be singing. Buffy did a musical episode. Yeah. You could be like, Hello. You could be like, Oh, you don't love me. <laughs> or you could do something like that. Or I could do the Buffy episode where they just don't talk. Or we could carry on. Well, with what's the, the story? point of us having this? <laughs> it's zzzz. crickets. Yeah. Okay, back to the story. Um, <laughs> he came into the room and dumped his gym bag on the floor and took off his hoodie. Hey, my mum and dad have invited you round for dinner tomorrow. Oh, this is him actually. Hey, my mum and dad invited you round for dinner tomorrow. They want to say thank you. Um, a small gesture for nearly raising £3,000. They insisted you've made a very well good impression. My mum didn't take a liking to my exes and my dad doesn't really bother. I nearly threw up. That count is one good looking sly bitch, I thought. Oh, great. I'll be there for gritty. I quickly diverted his attention and said that, said, hey, I've cooked us something small to eat. I knew you'd be hungry. It was first possibly my only attempt at cooking Middle Eastern food. I may be part Armenian, but that doesn't mean I'm the Armenian Nigella. He laughed. Mm. (laughs) Let's see what you cooked for me then. I'm a harsh critic, and if it doesn't satisfy me... I'll have to find something else that will. Ooh. I let a little bit of moistness come out of my penis. I know that you let, let it. it. Oh, a little bit, sorry. A little bit of moistness came out of my penis. I know you like I'll allow moist. it. <laughs> I wasn't going to give this crap that I made because I didn't f- make anything. I walked in and Greg <laughs> was there, sat on his armchair, spread-legged. I slowly but seductively walked in. I wrap my slender arm around Greg's back and feeling it between his supple, smooth skin and felt the dampness of his gym vest. I feel so happy and charged when I'm with you, Greg. I cooed, almost like I feel every inch of my body inside of out and my heart being in unison with... I stopped and blushed a little, just as Greg said, with mine. Oh! <laughs> And I, I was ready for him and I felt the reciprocation within the way Greg gripped my arm in a tentative way. It's about to go down. <laughs> it's about to go down. Take a dick in my fucking ay, ass. Ay, yeah, ay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a real song? No. No. Oh. <laughs> it's very catchy though. You two are like Hall of Notes. You want to <laughs> get in the studio. Uh, <laughs> I could easily see in his boxes were soaked underneath the jogging bottoms. Clearly, it wasn't sweat, but it was a load of pre-cum. Oh, that's a lot of pre-cum. Yeah. Baby CJ always gets he wants. If you want me, you can wait 30 seconds and knock on the door. But make sure you count, I purred. They say patience is a virtue. (laughs) Why can Ah. I not talk? They say patience is a virtue. And maybe so, but I was born with patience. Time is something one can never get back. But in this moment, I loved wasting time. I walked to the bedroom, tossing my hips side to side. Oh. Seeing <laughs> my backside 
Restless night, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See my backside bounce that provoked Greg's growing sexual desire. I sat at the edge of the bed with my thighs squeezed together. Oh. A gentle but impatient knock knocked at the door. Come in. He came in, dominant and in charge, and he was in for a surprise as I was going to turn the tables. Off, I commanded. He obeyed shocked at my demand and continued perspiration coated his body his skin glowing on his chest upper legs and shoulders his combed slicked back hair was matted in most places and the white ring reduced to a pursed smirk he knew he was in for a not so straightforward test if you take them off too fast i will not be impressed he leisurely took his vest off dropped it to the floor, creating a light but unrestrained thud. He took off his grey jogging bottoms that caused his penis to flop onto his left thigh, whilst retaining a carnal glare. Approach, he said. I could smell the citrus aroma coming from his hair that caused me to fall back and retract my tense thighs so Greg could get into my gateway. Oh, Christ. (laughs) Oh, God, it was going really well till then. Yeah. (laughs) I had my mouth open. He caressed my back and soon my hands were on his chest. We lay down and locked arms into each other's bodies. He grabbed my body and I could feel the embrace tighten. We were in a bind for the first ever time. He kissed my neck all the way down to my navel. Are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Continue. Are you okay? Don't stop now. Well, no, she's like falling asleep. She's no, not, she's, she's not. She's getting warmed up. He kissed my neck all the way down to my navel, leaving a translucent gaze over my body. I felt his breathing and my breathing too. It was in a musical syncopation. His body motioned faster and we both finished a climax where we collapsed his body onto mine. We didn't. <laughs> we collapsed. His oh, body he climb. collapsed. Like going down a tent or something. Let's get that body collapse. <laughs> he collapsed. We didn't speak. We smiled and hugged and started to spoon. It felt so comfortable and right lying there with him motionless. Next moment, we drifted into a similar dream. Ooh. The next morning, I had a text from Mr. Vanderwall saying, "Hi, CJ." Hope you're well. I can see you quickly for lunch as I have loads of meetings to attend for the London Toupee Fashion Week. <laughs> Doesn't he have a voice? London Toupee Fashion Week. Did yeah. I hear that correctly? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Hello, CJ. Yeah, I hope we you're go. well. I can, uh, I can only see you quickly for lunch as I have loads of meetings to attend to for London Toupee Fashion Week. It's busy, but I want to see you. So shall we say send one? Uh, shall we say one at Semple? <laughs> Papa kiss. I replied and agree- agreed to meet him. I had to be in some sort of smart casual attire as I was going to see Joyce to Count and Greg for dinner, which I was completely dreading. I got to St Paul's for one o'clock and met Sir Vanderwall outside St Paul's Station, where we hugged and agreed to go to the bar for a late lunch. I got wor- so worried. So I wanted to see you. How is Dublin? Did it go well? CJ, you are so sweet. 
and I've done a lot of thinking, but Dublin went very well. We managed to sell 50,000 toupees to the Australian and Fijian client, which generated an extra £9 million in our business. Wait, hang on. How many units? 50,000. 50,000, and it raised £9 million. Yeah. I want to work out the price of these wigs. <laughs> Carry on. They are probably luxury, aren't they? Because it's all luxury, the fire extinguishers. Um... They're 180 pounds each. For, actually, for two, I bet Elton John pays a lot much? more. 180 pounds. If there's 50,000 and it was nine mil, that's 180 pounds each. What's 180 pounds? <laughs> the the two pays each. Can men really pay that much for fake hair? Well, do you want to be bald? Can't you do what Rain Rooney done and get that thing? That, that's tens of thousands. Yeah, but then it's permanent, not just something that can fall off when the wind goes. Zoom. Well, maybe they want different <laughs> colours on different days. Mm. Yeah, but imagine, Regardless. No, but imagine, and I'm a girl, right, and I wear wigs, just going to keep it 100. Like, if the wind was to just blow your wig back and then you see it rolling, it can happen to the men with toupees, right? Well, you do, no, it depends if you, some people like to glue them down. But I don't the know men glue down? Do, yeah, they do like fix I don't them. know if you glue down your wigs. I have sewn mine down, babe. She use Velcro. So Velcro seems to stick to your No, I, <laughs> I use a thread. So I, it I thought you used like double-sided tape. No, baby. <laughs> like a Blue no. Peter project. If you no, are baby. listening to this, if you're a gentleman and you wear a toupee, please let us know what kind of yeah. average price. Do you stick them down? Uh, what's the email address? Daddy'sLittleBoy1 one at hotmail.com. And, and to those men who do wear toupees, I don't want any offence or anything like that in terms of what we said. We love people, and if well, you have hair, we I no didn't hair. say a thing. Okay, but some people might feel offended. <laughs> but I didn't say a fucking thing. But I'm saying people might. Also, can I just say for the the gentlemen that wear toupees and they want to write in, and they if they are grammatically aware, that's D A double D I E S little yeah. boy with one. no apostrophe. Number one. one. Live.co.uk. <laughs> no, at home. So it's D A D D I E S little boy at well. Christ little sake. boy one at hotmail basically so daddy's plural little boy one at hotmail.com just to let you guys know because we love our two pay men well you were slagging them off but oh never me cj i've done some thinking about our last conversation i don't want you to feel guilty about being intrusive i just didn't want to talk about it i apologize for my behavior but it's just a sensitive topic and it was in the darkest moment of my life and i possibly my whole life but I don't want you to carry my weight on my shoulders. I agreed and said I'll drop it. I didn't want to upset him anymore, as I was the one who made the move onto him that prompted him to open up. However, I was going to do some research into it. Papa, I'm so sorry. I just wanted to know when this happened, like what month on 1997 this crime happened? <laughs> um, Rude. I think it was July, summer, um... I think. Why do you ask? I think it was a rape. You remember? <gasps> oh God. Um, nothing was curious. We sat in silence. I ordered a glass of wine for us each and got a gluten-free chicken Caesar salad. Oh, Papa! Next week I'm having a birthday party at my possible home. I'm going to be <laughs> renting. Address TBC. <laughs> I like that. I'm having a possible party um, with my friends and family. Nothing too big, but I'd love for you to be there. I wouldn't miss it. I'll pen it in my diary now. I was delighted that he was going to come 
And now that I had a few people down for it's the game. It's a bit weird that he's inviting this daddy to the party at the house of the other daddy's Yeah, yeah. He's bringing them all together, isn't he? Mm. That's... CJ it's wants fucking, drama. Yeah, it's fucking sneaky, that's for sure. He mm. wants drama, though. Come on. I was delighted he was going to Andy. come. And now I had a few people down for the guest list for the party of the decade in southwest London. <laughs> I thought you didn't know where he was going to live. Where is it in West London, at least? He says southwest. Oh, southwest London. Oh, right, okay, cool. Yeah. CJ, thank you for lunch, but I have to dash back to the office. I'll put some money in your account at the end of the day. I violently shook my head. Today was <laughs> my treat. If you do, I'll send it back or put it into charity. Aww. We cordially hugged as he disappeared into the big smoke. I walked to the nearby Starbucks and grabbed a caramel latte and sat by the Thames. I mentally pictured all the information Papa Vanderwall had told me of what happened in 1997. <coughs> I knew something was screaming in my face until I remembered something that would come in use for tonight's meal with Greg. It was 4.30 and I met Greg outside Clapham Common Station and drove to his estate. It looked even more superior and grand the first time I was here. My brothers are out tonight, so it's just going to be me, you, my mum and dad. Jesus Christ, so this night could not be worse. I thought at least his siblings would have made it a bit more bearable. But beggars can't be choosers. We walked round the gravel driveway and knocked at the door. Joyce answered the door and ushered us in. She greeted Greg with kisses and hugs like she'd never seen him in a decade. I stood there awkwardly. Oh, CJ, how lovely to see you again. Please come in. Solomon, Solomon, your, your son is here, she screamed. Coming down the stairs was the Count. Jesus, it was almost like rubbing alcohol and salt in together in my eyes and not blinking. He spudded... Steal a slammer. He spudded Greg and gave him a hug. Spudded? Yeah. <laughs> spudded? Yeah. Fist pumped. Oh. Fist bumped. That's what... Four fingers. Me. No, like, just like that. The cow turned to me and said, Well, CJ. He opened his arm, prompting a hug. Reluctantly, I gave in and gave him the quickest hug known on earth. Well, shall we go into the dining room where Edgar will be serving us a free course a la carte meal? Joyce said basically. <laughs> a la carte? Isn't that where you choose from a menu? Oh, yeah. Very posh in this house. It had name cards where Joyce, Greg were on one side and I was regretfully placed next to the count. I knew this was going to be a long night, but I still had the plan still intact. Later on, when everyone was drunk or asleep, hoping Greg were inviting me to sleep over... We sat down and properly served our starter with champagne. Having the count next to me made me feel extremely uncomfortable, where every so often I silently stood my chair away from him, which caught his attention and shooting a dirty look. CJ, myself and Solomon are overwhelmed by your donation on Saturday at the fundraiser. It was its unexpected but so generous, thank you. Joyce, it's my absolute pleasure. <laughs> I'm just great. It's going to such a worthy charity and it's going for good use. I sip my champagne and raise the toast. Aww. Solomon and I cannot wait for our dance tutorials in Latin and Lap. Do you know where we can arrange this as I'm very eager to show my flexibility even at my age? Greg shot a look of disgust which made me bust up laughing. I spilt my champagne all over the count and giggled. I regained my composure and replied, well, in the next two weeks, definitely. 
I'll just have to make a few appointments around as I'm looking to be renting a flat in southwest London near Fulham, which brings me to ask you all if you want to come to my birthday. I hope you can all make it. Oh, a party. I do love parties, screamed Joyce. Would be happy to come, said Greg. I smiled and Solomon turned the conversation to something else. Well, I <laughs> myself cannot wait for the pedicure and a hot soul moustache. My back is so knotted, it feels like the spaghetti junction in Birmingham. <laughs> That's an odd feeling. Yeah. The Count roared with laughter. I ignored him. I then felt a sly brush of the Count's foot on my ankle, which caused me to nearly spill my champagne again. It got to 11, and we devoured our four courses, or it was three courses, where Joyce had to <laughs> run to the toilet as she had extremely violent diarrhoea from the, f- from the fish course. Who did? Joyce, oh, which was through. slow poached eel puree soup. Oh, eel puree, thing? slow, yeah. slow poached eel puree soup. That sounds right. Well, that doesn't even nasty. sound like it needs digesting. I wonder if she's got diarrhea. Do you know what I mean? Ooh. Which she believed it was undercooked. Greg Quick was, question. Yeah. Did CJ have that? Yeah. Is it gluten free? Like it's gluten free. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. But eels are gluten free, Dan. Then what if they ate? Salad. Non, what Salad. if they ate a non-gluten free oh, leather sofa? They didn't pop the sofa. boots for a meal deal, did they? There's, there's not much gluten in the of, river. They've got like a loads of um, something um, in them. Protein? No, they've got like a... There's some fish that you can't eat because they've got like a certain toxin in them. Mm. I can't remember what it is. The one that Homer Simpson ate and nearly died. Yeah, but there's like a... Blowfish. No, but there's like a substance in it. That can like kill someone. Gluten. Oh, wow. She's lucky she's just shitting herself then, isn't she? <laughs> um, Greg, I'm quite tired. Do you mind if I sleep over tonight? It's late and you've drunk and way too much to drive me home. Oh, sweetheart, of course you can, Joyce Lurd. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> the Count said with his eyes glimmered with excitement. He smacked his lips, tasting the opportunity of seduction. Thank you, Joyce. Do you mind if I have a shower quickly before I go to bed? Of course. You know what? Let me give you a tour of the upstairs area. She slurred whilst gulping down her last pour of champagne. She stood up, wrapped her arm arm around mine and took me upstairs. So here's the boudoir where I get walked out daily, she Uh, pointed. uh, This is uh, my son... Did she say that? Yeah. She said she gets walked out daily to her new, not even son-in-law. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but and she's drunk. She's there. drunk. Yeah. No, the count's not there because she's gone upstairs with. I can't take that her count gets like busy, this. doesn't he? He's on the app. <laughs> he's walking out his wife. He's all over the place. <laughs> I can't take you seriously with that over your fucking head. For people who can't see the podcast, which is everyone, Fresh <laughs> um, <laughs> has got her. Pash- is it Pashmina? She looks like she Mother looks like Teresa. an urban Mother Teresa. <laughs> she looks like Mother Teresa. I'm cold. Yeah, we gathered. Um, so this is my son Khalid's room. This is the bathroom. Is it this. This is my son Khalid's <laughs> room. Oh. This is the bathroom. This is my other son Solomon Junior's room. This is Solomon's study where no one ever goes in. Ooh. My eyes oh. lit up. And this is Greg's room with his ensuite bathroom. Aww. Oh, Joyce, thank you so much. I know we're going to be such good friends. She hugged and embraced it for way too long. 
My son is lucky to have you. She kissed my lips and held it for three seconds and then disappeared. She kissed him on the lips. Yeah. And w- he was fancying her at the yeah. thing, so... Oh, was he staring at her? Was that it her was boobs? That yeah. punch dress with her tits hanging out. Is there anyone in this family that CJ Does isn't getting a boner about? Do you know what I mean? the, the younger brothers, I hope. <laughs> oh, are they young? Honestly. Are they really young? Yeah, well, I hope not that he's not getting a boner over them. Oh, God. I waited for her to be out of sight and lightly but quickly tiptoes towards Solomon's study. I silently opened the door, slid in and then closed it with my palm, pushing it steadily. I walked in, I was greeted to a large oak study table, which had a laptop and a fireplace on the left-hand side, which had two burgundy leather gluten-free armchairs <laughs> aside. <laughs> to the right were filing cabinets and a stand of Egyptian antique collectibles. I shot across the room and went through the filing cabinets. My fingers were going at the pace of Usain Bolt. Oh. It oh. wasn't there. Oh. I lifted up the armchairs and cushions. Nothing there either. I lift out, let out a sigh. The desk. I scurried over, flipping my hair out of the way. I opened all four drawers, rummaged through the bottom left drawer. It looked like it should have been locked, but there it was. A file labelled confidential oh. right at the bottom. I opened it and hastily flicked through. Medical records with the Count's name. Also documents from Wakefield Prison and the Lee's Recovery Hospital with his name on it too. I turned the page, newspaper clippings of Solomon where he looked 30 or possibly younger and a younger man who was 17. I flicked it again in suspense. I knew it. My hands were shaking. I turned the page and there was the answer that added the puzzle together. In a newspaper headline from the Times in September 1997. Solomon Lazir, gay rapist or victim. I flicked through the pages and squinted my eyes. Shit, the 17-year-old was Papa Vanderwall. Oh, oh my Christ. And that's the end of the chapter. Oh, Callum, you're getting really good. Talk yeah. about one of them cliffhangers. Cliffhanger. I was going to say tongue twister, but that doesn't make sense. No. Cliffhanger. Yeah. That's so, Jesus. That was the end of oh, chapter nine. Um, so, guys, what did you think of... I mean, it shut the front door. It was intense. There was a lot going on. But you know what? I loved it. And especially that end. Like, you need to stop the cliffhangers. Honestly. So, does anyone have any questions? Because I know for a majority of it, everyone was a bit engaged. Very engaging. Yeah. yeah. I've got one question. This this all happened in, like, space of one day, right? Yeah. So CJ's been out for a bottomless brunch with his parents. Yeah. No, that was last chapter. But no. did the two chapters happen in one day or was it the next day? Oh, no, he actually did. Sorry. So <laughs> he'd been out for a bottomless brunch with his parents. Then he met up with Count, Count Von Duvall for lunch. And then he went for a three slash four course meal. It makes me think of um, the Vicar of Dibley. With oh my dinners. God, yeah. How can he eat that much? Um, he's a greedy bastard is my point. Yeah. Well, if he can drink... Five magnums of champagne <laughs> oh, in one yeah. day. I'm sure he can deal with eight courses. He was it. fucking disgusting. That his up. insides are going to be yeah. buggered, and I'm not talking about his uh, daddy's either. No. Oh! <laughs> uh, so um, yes, so that was the end of chapter nine. Um, next week is the penultimate. 
Oh Woo! my god. Wow. I'm not ready. So... I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I don't think you're ready. Be quiet. Um, <laughs> so, wow. does anyone want to have a guess of the penultimate chapter title? Chapter's title. Um, so, I'll give you a clue. This is like a 90s film. Um, it's got Tom Hanks in it. Sleepless in Daddy. Nope. Tom Hanks. Mm. Boris Gump. Um, no. And private as... Saving Daddy. Saving Daddy's Private. You've got Daddy. Saving Daddy's Private. So Yay! What movie is that? I think I've guessed Private that Diet. Saving Private Ryan. So I said it the wrong way around because that's the movie I was talking about. Private so, Saving Ryan, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, it, so the film called... is Saving Private Ryan, but yeah. people always say Saving Ryan's Privates to be a little naughty. Rude. When you're like 10 at school. Yeah. yeah. So then Callum's gone with a 10 year old version really and changed it for Daddy. Movie. I know that. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, next week's our penultimate is episode. It, is it going to be next week? Like another six months wait. No, it? it's not going to be going. What happened between, because last week was the first time in ages. Did you go and have a baby in Europe or something? What? Uh, Where were you? No, last week we were on. It was a week before. No, I'm saying last week you'd just come oh, back I from apologize. being Yeah, I had some personal issues that I had to attend to. So that was the reason why. And is it all cleared up now? Yes, it's all cleared up. Good. Thank you. Well, that's it, folks. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Um, and we will see you for next week's episode of Daddy's Little Boy. Bye. Thank Bye, you. Bye. Woo! Bye. <laughs>